How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? And boom goes the dynamite. I don't know what we're yelling about! I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Episode 22 of the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Project Filter Sven Elskog alongside Paul Kingsbury. Here from Idaho Sports Headquarters in Cuna, Idaho. And Paul, it's spring break around the state for a lot of people, but... Uh, we're deciding to work here, and we're going to kick out another podcast this week. Today is the first day of spring, so happy spring to you, Sven. It is a happy day because I'm headed down to Salt Lake City, going to watch the NCAA March Madness coming up this weekend. And I know you're heading up to North Idaho College in Coeur d'Alene. You're going to watch a lot of basketball, stay at a nice hotel. It's going to be a good time for all. You know, this is always my vacation after the craziness of winter state tournaments. And, uh, you know, this is the 16th annual statewide all-star games uh, put on by uh, North Idaho College. The athletic director, Al Williams, up there always does a great job of putting this event on. And it's really an event. You know, there's a breakfast that morning, an awards ceremony, trophies are handed out. Uh, you know, everyone applauds and oohs and ahs at all the great talent in the state of Idaho. And then they strap it on and they play a couple games in the in the afternoon. And, and you're right, there's going to be a lot of basketball watched. And at some point, I'm going to try and get to some TVs and, and watch some March Madness somewhere in there as well. And I think that the big thing that we always enjoy about that particular event is we come down from here in the Treasure Valley, mm-hmm. southern Idaho, and drive all the way up. You go through the mountains, you yep. see all the water. It's a great drive, and the drive's going to be made by people from all over the state as yeah. we look at the representatives that are playing in the 2019 version of this All-State game. We'll start with the region girls roster. It's Kelly Horning of Coeur d'Alene, Bella Miracatete of Genesis Prep, Rachel Schroeder of Genesis Prep, Deja Wilson from Lake City, Kendall Kinzer of Lewiston, Talia Stimson of Minico, Chevelle Shepard of Salmon River, Olivia Lashemnit from South Fremont, Macy Knapp, Sugar Salem, McKeeley Tonkin of Timberlake, and Brooke Stevens of Clark Fork. For all these rosters that have been announced, there are some changes. Some of the alternates mm-hmm. got moved up, and then you also have um, players that are obviously unable to play. That's the reason that the alternates right. come in. And you'll see this every year. Um, they do this, as we mentioned, during a lot of team spring breaks. Well, they do, and, and the reason for that is you know, it's because the NIC uh, basketball teams were good this year and they have been in the past and so they they get into their tournaments and they move on and for instance i believe north idaho college boys just won the championship last night uh, i believe so you know in in the years when when nic isn't any good it's great because we can have that the, the this event right after state tournament but of course we always want to see success for the cardinals up there and so that's why they push it back to the to you know a couple of weeks two or three weeks after the high school state tournaments is because everyone there in their athletic program is busy handling their own uh, their own tournaments and that north idaho college basketball program they actually had patrick ewing the head basketball coach at Georgetown. Everybody knows him from the New York Knicks, but he was there and took a picture with Raekwon Evans. So we may very well see a North Idaho College Cardinal at the next level for Georgetown sometime down the road. I mean, if I had had Patrick Ewing come recruit me, I think I'd probably sign on the dotted line. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you get Patrick Ewing coming. Can he walk? I mean, when he was playing, he had ice bags on his knees by halftime. So I don't know if they wheeled him in or if he can actually walk his way around anymore. (laughs) He is a big dude, and uh, those legs got quite the workout during his time, obviously, in college and in the NBA. As the region girls basketball roster, we just gave you that. The head coach is Brandon Haas of Genesis Prep, the Metro Girls, uh, Niala Fabach of Bora, Jalen Callender of Caldwell, McKenna Baker of Highland, Shawnee Simpson, Malad, Emma Clark, Melba, 
Lexi Mitchell from Middleton, a College of Idaho commit. Darian White headed to Montana State is a Mountain View Maverick, and she's on the team. Reagan Yamauchi of Soda Springs and Allie Cannon of Blackfoot, the head coach of the Metro Girls, is Wade Schwanevelt of Soda Springs. What are some things that you're looking forward to seeing uh, on the floor, whether it's particular players or, you know, the game itself for this Metro versus Region Girls game? Well, you know what's fun is that, you know, as, as we're going through that lineup, I've had the chance over the last couple of years to see probably 80% of these players. You know, uh, I, I was on the call with Will Henneke last year um, in the championship game, so I got to see those Genesis Prep girls. Um, you and I have traveled around the state, and so we've been able to cover a lot of these girls. Um, I went and did the District 6 Senior Showcase uh, last week, so I saw Eastern Idaho we've done. So I'm looking at these teams going, wow, I've actually seen a lot a lot of these girls, and I hadn't even realized that it's not going to be the first time for a, a good chunk of those. So yeah, there's there's so much good talent on both teams, and, and they make those teams. They get the players, and then they, you know, they, they say region versus metro, and, and the idea behind it is the Boise area versus everybody else. But that just never works out based on people not being able to come, spring breaks, you know, visiting colleges as seniors. And so they end up putting players on different teams. And, and so I don't know if they they look at maybe renaming uh, those teams to, you know, say team one versus team two, you know, something like that. But, you know, you look at it and, and, they're, and they're, they're put together very well. You know, sometimes you see, um, you know, in the old days when it was first created, Al Williams had it north versus south. You know, it was big north, but the south always won. And so to, to combat that, they decided to, to change it up a little bit. And so now they, they've got two teams here that are really well put together and, and there's a lot of talent on both teams and with girls basketball you know i've been doing all-star games a very long time and, and a bunch of them besides this one and boys just go out to shoot uh the, there's no defense and there's no real flow to an offense they shoot girls they come out and they play basketball they play hard basketball from start to finish they have the fundamentals they move the ball around it's more like an actual basketball game with all-stars so you see everybody's talents being showcased you're not seeing the uh, you know the, the posts out shooting three-pointers and whatnot so I, I i like seeing this and especially with how even they are just seeing it's going to be a great basketball game and i asked you what your favorite thing with this game is and you know things you're looking forward to and I, I neglected to mention uh, some of the other players that have signed to play college basketball on this list is even college athletics in general Kelly Horning of Coeur d'Alene is headed to Montana to play volleyball Bella Miracatete from Genesis Preps going to Washington State Kendall Kinzer of Lewiston to Fresno State Stimson from Minico uh, is going to be at the College of Southern Idaho um, so those are the ones on the region girls you look at the metro girls uh, Niall up the bot. She's playing college basketball. I believe it's uh, Bakersfield that I she signed so, yeah. with. Um, Bakersfield or Santa Barbara. It's one of the two. I always get the acronyms confused for those two schools. Right. Jalen Callender, uh, College of Southern Idaho. McKenna Baker, UC Colorado Springs. Emma Clark, I think, is going to run at NNU. Right. And we already mentioned Darian White and Reagan Yamauchi. Allie Cannon is headed to College of Idaho as well. So those are all players that are participating in this game that are moving on uh, to the next level for college athletics that we've already heard about. And I bet you the vast majority of the rest of the girls, they either have signed and we haven't heard about it, or, or they're going to at some point. Right, or they consciously decided not to because they're going into a, a field that, that doesn't allow them to time. And, and we see that a lot as well, where they say, you know what, I was a great athlete in high school, but I want to be a doctor. And 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 uh, college sports just doesn't fit in in with that, and we see that a lot. You know, these kids are all stars, but they're also great students. Uh, you know, we see these kids come in with you know four point 
uh, two GPAs, and you know, back in my day, uh, you know, how the heck do you get more than a 4.0? I didn't know how people got 4.0, but how do you get more? So, you know, you're looking at, at, at kids that just spend so much time studying and getting good grades while using their God-given talent to be good athletes on the court. Absolutely, and this is such an exciting event to just see the best of the best going out there, and, you know, while not every player that was selected for this is able to go up there, there's still quite a talent that we just mentioned. The girls' game starts at 1 o'clock in the Pacific time zone, so obviously that's going to be 2 o'clock down in the mountain time zone for those people that are not up in the Coeur d'Alene area. Uh, between the games, there's a three-point shooting contest, uh, girls against guys, and then a slam dunk contest as well. And, and then you've got the boys game. And you yep. look at the roster uh, for the boys, the region boys, Kale Edwards of Coeur d'Alene, Johnny Hillman of Genesis Prep, Kana Zhang of Genesis Prep, Donovan Santana from Lewiston High School, Gabe Quinette, he can score uh, with the best of them from Moscow, Jared Adams from Mountain Home, Garrett Hawks of North Fremont, Gavin DeJarlay from Post Falls, Zach Welsh from Wallace, and the head coach is Corey Miller from the Wallace Miners, a team that uh, was real close to making a state tournament run this year, not able to get there, but uh, good to see a couple of representatives for Wallace on this roster. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Wallace, they were uh, they looked great all year long, um, you know, in a town that, um, you know, has a lot of rich history um, behind it. So, it's uh, you know, it's always fun to see – kids that you don't and 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 even coaches that you don't normally get to see come to these events and and hang out with them and talk to them a little bit and get to know them better and the region team has a real tough opponent here Mm -hmm. in this one as this is one of the more stacked rosters we've seen in a while the metro boys who have like what is it nine kids that can't play and they still have a stacked roster i can't imagine if they would have had all these guys oh you're absolutely right you know sometimes you look at 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 the roster and go well you know they're uh, the the number ones couldn't come so here we are stuck with the twos and threes that's not the case this year for the boys or the girls even though there was a lot of kids that couldn't play uh alton from boise magnuson from bora rogers century those you know hathaway from madison these kids couldn't be there but then you look at the roster that you're going to go over, and you're right, it is absolutely stacked top to bottom. The Metro boys, Jake Poulton from Columbia, Deshaun Harwell, Century, Jake O'Neill from Fruitland High School, Calvin Bowen from Idaho Falls, who starred in the 4A state championship game, Amaro Lotto from the Valley View Falcons, and then Twin Falls, three representatives, Mitch Brzee, Faust Yasweta, Winston Dugan, and the Gatorade Player of the Year, Michael Yur from the Ryrie Bulldogs. The head coach of the Metro Boys is Ryan Lundgren from Valley View. Yeah, I mean, and, and look look at that team. I mean, you just look at that team and put put some stats together, and the, the region boys, you know, Corey Miller's got to be looking at that going, all right, boys, got to come out and play. It's not just going to be, uh, you know, throw up threes and, and hope to uh, and hope they go in. You're going to have to play some basketball. And you got to think, uh, boy, couldn't you guys have given me Calvin Bowen and Michael <laughs> Yur at least yeah. or something yeah. like Let's, let's even it up here a little bit. I, I, with all due respect, it just looks like one of those games that's going to be a, a, a tough task. You look last year, the Metro boys won 144 to 112. So yeah. uh, that has happened before where it's a little lopsided. Yeah, and they come out firing. And if they come out hot, watch out. Um, and they, they do have that three-point um, competition in between games. And, and what I tend to see is that the girls, it is girls against boys and Historically, the girls have done very, very well against the boys. They they have that whole game beforehand to get warmed up beforehand. Well, what this does for the boys is it gets those shooters warmed up, and so they come out, and they come out firing for the boys' game as well. And the difference between the boys' and girls' game is a lot of the athletes that are doing college athletics on the boys' side are not doing it for basketball. 
at least that have been announced so far. Deshaun Harwell's going to Rocky Mountain College for football. Jake O'Neill is heading to Boise State for golf. Uh, Calvin Bowen to Rocky Mountain College also for football. Amar Alato, Chipola College for basketball, so he's signed on to play basketball at the next level. There's some other guys on this list that I think will sign uh, at some point, but we have not heard anything yet. Michael Yur, uh, I'm under the impression, is going to sign pretty soon. Mitch Brzee would be another name that I'd look at. Jake Poulton. Uh, and then a couple of the guys on the region, boys, I think could play it. Yeah. Uh, probably the NAIA or D3 levels. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and the nice thing about the NAIA is that they know where Idaho's at, you know, and, and a lot of kids come out of Idaho and go to the NAIA, namely, uh, you know, College of Idaho. I mean, they uh, they have a whole stacked roster full of Idaho kids, and they're funneling more in, and that's the boys' girls' side. I hear they have some runners uh, from Idaho on their cross-country and track team. So, you know, it's uh, it's great to see in-state colleges take in-state kids. There's nothing that drives me nuts more than seeing a, a, an Idaho college with a roster with either no college, no Idaho kids, one college kid, and, and I think that they're starting to look inwards a little bit more, which I think is a great thing. So is this the opportunity for a shameless recruiting plug yes, for the College of Idaho? I was leading you into it. Well, well, yeah. It's your opportunity. you it got is. the daughter that's running there. Well, What's so great about it? You know, it's it's local. One, I didn't have to ship my daughter to another state, which was one. Um, I, I have friends there in uh, in different places. Joe Hughes, Will Henneke that are on staff there. They can keep an eye on her, which is fantastic. But overall, uh, she, good friends, good teachers, good overall atmosphere. It's a safe environment, um, and it's uh, every everybody I talk to just loves it there, absolutely loves it. Three current or former Idaho sports broadcasters all work at the College yeah. of Idaho. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Pretty You're cool. Correct. But, you know, I, I thought you were going to do a shameless plug for your alma mater, which just got a brand-new athletic director. They did. Pauline Theros has signed uh, as the athletic director at Idaho State. She was the interim, and uh, a good hire there by ISU. I always like those in-house hires because it's the people that actually uh, have the awareness of the situation. They know the yep. things that the community wants. They have the relationships with the people. They've been there. Yep. And I think that a lot of the time uh, when people hire, they don't factor that in. Right. And and she's not a suit. She's not a stiff suit that's just going to sit in her office and administer athletics. She's one with the people. She always has been. You know, she was the, the head volleyball coach at Century winning state titles. And, and you know, I got to, to talk to her at state tournaments a little bit. Just a, a nice fun lady and and we saw her as interim on social media all the time taking pictures you know with fans and students and athletes they love her they absolutely you know she is one of of the kids there at isu that's the best hire they could have made i think they they narrowed it down to five and i just pitied the other four because you know you just knew it was going to go to pauline because she was without a doubt the best candidate you kind of had a feeling it was uh, all meant for the process at that point sure you know, you got to do it that way because yeah. it's such a, a prominent position within a university. Right. But unless there was somebody that absolutely blew him out of the water, and there were some good candidates. Yeah. I listened to the interviews that they did. But you kind of got to wonder, too, if the candidates, they see the posting and they don't realize that the interim AD is actually really well-liked and has well, a good shot. So they fly all the way out here, right. try it out, and, and they, they have no shot. And, you know, and, and if you're if – you're, really applying to get the job, you're going to do your homework and you're going to know that. You're going to know coming in that you're probably not going to get it, but you want the experience. You want to be able to go to the next job and say, yeah, I applied here and I was one of the final five candidates for this job. It looks great on your resume. You're going to go do it. And who knows? You know, you might bring something that one person doesn't roll the dice, but anybody, anybody with with any sense at all saw Polly and Theros getting that job. And so we got a little sidetracked here. We did, sorry. But we want to let you know that that 
Metroverse Region Boys All-State game is going to be taking place at 3.30 Pacific time on Saturday this week, March 23rd. Paul Kingsbury, Glenn Jones, and Jackson Kingsbury on the call for that. What is it you call Glenn Jones? Everybody's favorite argumentative old man. He absolutely is. You know, you nailed that on the head when you thought that up. So I'm going to have you write that down for me, and that's how that's what I'll call him. Well, he was arguing with me during the break, and I figured, you know, there, there's one way to lighten the mood on a broadcast, and, and that's to make fun of the person you're working with. That always helps. It, it really It does. helps when they laugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When they don't laugh, then you know that you're not working with the right guy, probably. And you can easily make fun of Glenn Jones, too. I mean, he's not going to listen to this, so we can say whatever we want about the old man. It's easy. Well, he'll probably listen. Every time I talk about one of the Jones brothers, they, they tell me they're listening. I, really? I, I'll say which one the favorite is, and it, it turns out they hear it. Somebody's <laughs> going to tell them to tune in here. It's like kids. Tell, them, tell one you're, that they're your favorite, and somehow it always gets back to the others. Well, I got Gary Jones' book as well. The, the Guide to the Seven Devils. Yeah, The Hiking Guide to the Seven Devils. We recommend that. Available at all sports. hiking stores across Idaho. Is it on Amazon? I, it, it is on Amazon. So there we go. There's our, our plug for a book. We can be like Dick Vitale and tell you to go out and buy one. Paul's looking for his copy. It, it's over here. I, I put him in a different spot. So uh, Paul's taking the headset off. He's going to find it and, and tell you all about the Seven Devils. It's, here. it's Hiking Idaho's Seven Devils, the complete guide to every trail, lake, and peak by Gary D. Jones. And my... My, my copy's autographed. Yours probably won't be. When you're in the Devils, you're in heaven, Gary Jones. So uh, one day, that's, uh, that's going to be worth some money right there. That's my retirement right there. Kind of a big deal. He's kind of a big deal. And Glenn actually has the forward in that book. And it was funny because I said everybody's favorite argumentative old man. If you read the forward, it actually says how him and Gary like to bicker back and forth about things. Well, I'm kind of surprised that uh, Glenn could actually put a coherent thought together to make a forward. Oh, come on. That's now, now you're just diving low. <laughs> hey, you're going to have a great time with Glenn this weekend. Again, you can watch both of the All-State games live and free on IdahoSports.com. We'll even have the breakfast. So Paul's yep. going to go and oh, he's yeah. going to video yeah. people eating breakfast, apparently. Yeah, this is something we did, I think, the very first time we webcast it back in who knows when, um, early, just after the turn of the century, I guess we can call it that, Um but uh, we're going to come back and we're going to webcast, yes, the breakfast, but it's the award ceremony as well. And, and there's some people who give some speeches and, and Al gets up there and, and then they, they give the awards and uh, we're going uh, to webcast that as well this year. I had to tell them that we're broadcasting the watching people eat because that's how they catch their attention and they listen. To, <laughs> what in the world is Idaho sports come to? Yeah, and the food is fantastic up there. They, uh, they do it right up there at North Idaho College. That's an important consideration. It is. So make sure to check that out coming up. This Saturday, an event that's going to come later in the year. We believe it's August 31st. We're waiting for the official yeah. date from Travis Mater, who puts this on. But it's football news. The eight-man classic is heading to Middleton High School here in the Treasure Valley once again. And there are now three games instead yeah. of just two on the schedule. You know, we've had the great doubleheaders, but I love the fact that they're expanding what's already a great event. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the more the merrier, in my opinion. Um, last year, you know, it's held at Middleton High School. Great facility. You know, that's where they have normally the 3A um, state championships, uh, some of the 1A state championships, and, and we love going to Middleton. And uh, and so going there for these this triple header in in August that's a great way to start the uh, the new year. And here's the schedule. These are I believe Mountain Times, and we'll post an article on IdahoSports.com sometime next week. We're waiting uh, to get some quotes and discuss it a little bit more with people. But we want wanted to let the the people know of this information. Eleven o'clock in the morning. The Valley Vikings taking on the Genesee Bulldogs at two o'clock. Prairie Pirates against Raft River. 
Uh, 5 o'clock game is the Tri-Valley Titans and the Idaho City Wildcats. So you look, and there's some perennial teams that you're expecting uh, at the state level on a pretty yearly basis. Uh, some of them uh, coming off struggles last year, but you know when you have those young teams, you kind of bite the bullet for a year, and maybe the next year you can put it all together. And this is a great measuring stick game for all these teams right out of the bat. Oh, it is. You know, Valley, they're in it. They won last year. Prairie's in it. You know, they made it to semis last year. You know, I've got all these teams coming in that year in and year out are perennial teams. And that, and last year's games might not have been the uh, the best of, of football. I mean, the, the Valley beat Prairie 60-46. to 46, <laughs> then Depends Raft on River, which side you're on, I that's guess. That's true. Raft River beat Genesee 74-20. to 20. So it was, uh, it was a fun day of football. It might not have been so fun for the, uh, the kids on the opposite end, but this year I think it's going to be a little bit better. And I appreciate your correction there because for whatever reason, my brain was going into the Prairie Pirates were the state champion last year. That's not accurate. The Valley Vikings. But it's easy to get that confused because, hey, it's Prairie. Yeah, so Valley was the state champion over Oakley 42-40 to last year. Prairie lost to Oakley 26-22 in the semifinals. So there's the correction on that one. Go figure, right? Well, Prairie won it the year before over Genesee. So I, I, yeah. I guess I just assumed that Prairie is... You just skipped 2018. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I did. But, <laughs> you know, another good opportunity here, too, is we'll see a new coach for Tri-Valley. Bob Johnson's going to step yeah. aside. It'll be the first time to kind of see what the program's going to look like with a new guy on the sideline. Yeah, and, and that's always an interesting uh, thing to look at. There's a lot of uh, head football coach changes this year. You uh, you put them all together. They're on IdahoSports.com right now. I'm sure more coming soon. Um, but, but it always changes the dynamic of a program when you get a new head football coach. They come in with their own style, their own attitude, um, sometimes their own people, sometimes not. Uh, but everybody's got their own style. And it's all about how the kids buy in. And if they buy in and are attached to a coach, that coach leaves, um, it, it can affect the program for the next couple of years unless you get a strong leader coming in right off the bat and get him early enough. You know, get him in the spring so that he can start the the morning workouts and, and get into, you know, some camps and whatnot. The worst thing you can do for a program is to, to wait or not be able to hire a coach until a month before the season starts. I mean, pretty much unless you have a, a standout team, you can kiss your season goodbye because there's no buy-in whatsoever. Well, and we saw this last year with Raft River. They had Chad Evans coaching, uh, and it was either a first or second game that he had coached on the sideline for the Trojans. And, you know, they're coming off Brian Poole's fantastic effort that he put on the sideline for years, and they didn't lose a beat last year. Yeah. And it was right off the bat, they handed it to Genesee, and it was kind of, okay, these guys are still going to have the same right. smash-mouth football mentality. And you look at the rest of these coaches, and it's kind of a who's who of 1A football here. Uh, the Valley Vikings, Ryan Jarvis, Genesee's Tim Sperber, Prairie's Ryan Hasselstrom, and, and Idaho City's Jason Rober. So you're looking at a lot of familiar names that are going to yeah. be coaching these teams. And uh, that's just part of what makes it fun. This is one of the best events each year. So, again, on August 31st, come out and watch some good football. And if you can't be there, I know we'll broadcast those on IdahoSports.com. We've got it circled on the calendar. You know, and, and all those guys you mentioned, I mean, they're all friends of the program. I mean, if they've got time, I'd love to take them all out to Buffalo Wild Wings afterwards and just hang out and make a big after party with those coaches. Well, see, there you go. You're already thinking ahead. That's how far I along tend to, Paul is. I tend is. to think ahead. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's ready for the, the after party, and we haven't even got to the game yet. So that's uh, when you know it'll be good. So we got our eight-man football discussion uh, in here, but we want to talk 
to one of the eight-man football legends, and we had an opportunity to do just that during the 2019 Boys Real Dairy Shootout as Leighton Vanderesh sat down and talked with Del Gray and Lucas Gebhardt. We'll take a break, come back, and play that interview for you. It's next on the Idaho Sports Prepcast, presented by Project Filter. My name's Jerry, and I smoke for 30-plus years. I was elk hunting. My left arm and my left leg started tingling on me. I nearly died, and it was enough to wake me up. You know, being on the top side of the grass is a good alternative to smoking. I still hunt, and now it's getting time where the grandkids are going to start going, and I want to be there for that. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit projectfilter.org. Hello, this is Jan. Hi, can I save on a new Toyota? Yes, with great deals now through April 1st, you can ready, set, go get your Toyota today. I can't wait to get out. I've been watching way too much TV. What's on? Game show. Anyway, I got this list of things I want to do this spring. Bet I could name them. Really? Jan, here is your question. Name the things I can't wait to do. Ah, go camping in a RAV4. Correct. Road trip in a Camry. Yes. Hmm, off-roading in a Tacoma. Correct. Toyota, let's go places. We teased it prior to heading to the break, but in segment two of the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Project Filter, we're actually going to play an interview from the 2019 Boys Real Dairy Shootout. Our broadcast team of Lucas Gebhardt and Dell Gray had a chance to sit down with Cowboys All-Pro linebacker and former Salmon River Savage star Leighton Vanderesh and talk high school basketball, high school football, and a whole bunch of other things going on right now. So here's that interview on the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Project Filter. Well, this is a great fun and a great privilege for us. And I know this afternoon when uh, a young man from Garden Valley uh, hit 34 points with about two minutes to go in the ball game, all of a sudden that 37 you put up four years ago was looking jeopardy, but uh, <laughs> you got away with it. Yep, yep, yeah. I mean, he came pretty close. Uh, who knows? Maybe he'll get it tomorrow. So uh, he's a fun kid to watch. Well, and he's a sophomore and obviously a different style of player than you are. Uh, size is uh, not what you uh, put out on the court. But where were you as a sophomore? Um, I would say I was pretty close to that. Um, obviously, we came in to the state tournament my sophomore and laid in, my sophomore year and laid an egg the first round. But uh, I mean, uh, as a sophomore, I would I would compare compare it pretty close to that playing ball. Uh, I think his shots better than mine was at the time, and like I said, I think he's better than I was as a sophomore. So uh, I mean, props to him. He's a fun kid to watch. Uh, It'll be fun watching it for the next couple of years. And certainly part of the Long Pin Conference. And you just mentioned the fact you've had the chance to see him play. And I think that's the one interesting thing that a lot of folks have seen. You finished up the Pro Bowl. You've been involved with uh, your first year in the NFL. And yet you're back truly home in Riggins right now yep. uh, because uh, you're not on a uh, boat cruise someplace with a bunch of other uh, <laughs> the ball players or whatever. That's just not you, apparently. Yep. Anytime. I mean, I love state basketball, so I grew up in, in – watching my sisters play in, in the state tournaments and everything and then getting a chance to play in it all four years that I was in high school. Um, it was a great time, and there's nothing else like it. So any chance uh, any chance that I get to watch basketball, get back and watch uh, some of the teams that I played against in high school play, uh, you absolutely love it. I'm just, I've always been drawn to it. Basketball has always been one of my favorite sports. Uh, always love to play it. So anytime I get a chance, you gotta go. you got to go tune in. You, you mentioned that basketball is one of your favorite sports. There's, there's people in Riggins, it's, they say you picked the wrong sport. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of people. <laughs> there was a lot of people that were asking me what I was doing when I went and 
told him I was playing football at Boise. And, but, I mean, I was just playing the, playing the cards right and playing the numbers game. Um, I mean, I love basketball, obviously, and I love football. Uh, but I was just playing the numbers game at that point. If you're playing the numbers game, you should have chosen baseball. You see where uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Harper signs 13 yeah. years, $330 million today. I've got a 13-year contract and guaranteed. Can you imagine that coming around in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's about as long-term contract as you can sign. So, uh, I mean, that's pretty neat to see, uh, obviously, uh, that he has that opportunity. So uh, there's, there's, there's just opportunities everywhere, and you just got to pick, pick what's best for you. When you talk about picking what's best for you, obviously uh, you're early in your pro career, but you also are cognizant of the fact that professional football careers are not long. Yep. I mean, it's a short life in there. So what, what's uh, Leighton, Leighton Vander Ash have out in his mind for the future post-Dallas Cowboys? That's a, well, to me, that's a long ways away, but I know how time flies, so it'll be here before I know it. Um, I couldn't believe how fast high school and college went already, and that was an eight-year process, and that just blew by like it was nothing. And now I'm already done with my first year playing in the NFL. So um, I don't really know what's in store for me yet, but I know that I'm going to have a long, fun uh, career in the NFL uh, and make the most of it, stay healthy, and, and just don't take anything for granted and take it day by day. When you walked off this court five years ago with your second state state championship, was there even a smidgen of an inkling in your mind that five years later you would have been on the track that you've been on the last five years? Absolutely. You had it in mind? Yep, absolutely. Was it the Cowboys all the way? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have a specific team picked out through that whole entire journey, but I knew I was going to make it happen one way or another. Well, you certainly have. You've made everybody proud in this state, and then I think particularly small schools across the state, whether it's Salmon River or whether it's Council with Matt Paradis comes from, um, eight-man football and uh, small schools in Idaho are making a mark in the world. Absolutely. Thank you.